In this video, I'm gonna teach you the five fastest ways to take the pin out of a grenade, toss it into the kitchen with you, and explode the sale right in front of you. Because what I'm sharing in this video are the top five sales etiquette mistakes that I see happening far too frequently. Now, what is sales etiquette? Sales etiquette is the fair and equal treatment of the person we are selling to. And we violate this rules of the fair and equal treatment of somebody, we lose the deal. And some people do this stuff without knowing. Many people are just not self-aware enough to realize they're making one of these mistakes. So in this video, I hope to bring them to your attention because I will tell you I am guilty of uh, number five, myself. The last one on the list was the hardest one for me to break and I didn't realize how much I did it until I started to listen to myself in recordings. And making that adjustment has helped me be a far better salesperson in the way that serves people better and of course then rewards me with earning more business. So let's get to it, shall we? The top five ways to lose a deal by violating these sales etiquette mistakes. My name is Adam Benzman, The Roof Strategist, and I'm so glad to have you here. Everything I do on my channel is designed to help you and your team smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So if you like this video, you'll love what's inside my free training center, and I invite you to join me in there. There's no catch. You can text the word FREE to 303-222-7133. There's a link in the description as well, if you're at your computer, or your tablet, or your phone. And again, text the word FREE to 303-222-7133. Now, let's hop into today's video, the five sales etiquette mistakes, leading us off with number one, and that is, showing up late to an appointment without notifying your customer in advance. My friends, we need to just communicate openly. Homeowners realize that things happen, but when you show up late without giving notice, and the worst part is when you show up late and then instead of apologizing, you give an excuse. I've had salespeople do this to me. Oh man, you know, gosh, the traffic on I-25 was horrendous. There was a wreck. And I'm like, dude, you just first apologize. You say you were counting on me. You didn't communicate. You say, I'm sorry I was late. You don't make an excuse. It's not about you. You're not the victim. I'm, I'm the customer, right? So we, we, if we're running late, we just need to communicate with our customers. Pretty simple, right? There's rule number one. Do not violate that one. Showing up late without notifying the customer in advance. Now, number two, when you do show up, that is stinking Odors. I was guilty of this one. I used to love things that were garlicky and I didn't realize till later. It was actually when I was a massage therapist, someone said, you always smell like garlic. And I was like, I wish someone had told me that earlier because now I'm self-conscious. And if you've been out with me for dinner ever, I like avoid this stuff, garlic and onions. I'm like, hold this stuff because I used to stink and now I'm overly self-conscious. So bad breath is one item of the odor department. Item number two is excessive cologne and fragrances. We get uh, blind, our nose gets blind, but you can't show up at someone's house just stinking, okay? You might think that your cologne or perfume is nice, but when you explode their house with it, uh, like an ax bomb, it doesn't do anyone any favors. Number three, your breath. Excuse me, not your breath. Cigarettes, smoking, which also impacts your breath, but you do not want to have that cigarette aroma all over your hands and your clothes and your mouth. It can be very, very offensive, especially to non-smokers. And the last one, the BO. It gets hot out there. I realize this. And in the summer, I would keep extra deodorant stick in my truck along with spare shirts. So if I sweat through them, because it does get hot running around carrying a ladder, I would just change. So sales etiquette number two is having a strong odor. Your breath, cigarettes, BO, uh, per perfume and colognes, 
keep it under wraps. All right, number three, you slide out of the truck. Hopefully you weren't late and smelling and then made this mistake, which was selling before asking questions. When people jump right into the sale and start telling people about how good they are, why you, they're the best company to work with, you just can't do that. You have to ask questions first. People just feel like you're, you're going from zero to 100 straight out of the gate, and I see it a lot, especially with overexcited salespeople. So there's our first three. Number four, this one, this one, this one ain't good. When you're too friendly. You know those people that when you're on the sales appointment, they buddy up with their prospect, but like almost too much, meaning you know you're, you're friends, but you, you just met, right? And they become the friends that they've known their whole lives, and they begin oversharing details and talking about personal matters. And if you're in one of those situations, you're, you're doing the like, you know, slow back up, get me out of here, please, situation, because your friend is a nutcase. And you're like, man, I know you're friends, but way too much. So don't be too friendly. It turns people off. I've watched as a sales trainer, being in the home with a sales rep who just gets overly buddy-buddy and gets into the personal details. And I've watched customers exchange glances, husband, wife, like that, like, are you kidding me? He's saying this? So uh -uh, don't do that. Not being too friendly, all right? Be friendly, just keep it in a professional light, meaning you don't know them since childhood. All right, and then number five, this is the most common one and the one that I was the most guilty of throughout my sales career, and that is talking over people. We see it a lot in response to certain questions or objections that come up when the salesperson's very proficient in overcoming them because they get them a lot. So like, ah, no, 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 I, I've gotten this, I've seen this a lot. So when we begin to talk over people or not let them finish, that tells you what you're saying is not important, Mr. Homeowner, but what I'm saying is, so sh sh zip it, I'm talking, which is not a really good <laughs> message to send to someone. Instead, we want them to be like, oh, they're actively listening and paying attention and present with me in being respectful. So do not talk over people. And there you have it, the top five sales etiquette mistakes, the common rules of engaging with someone through a sales process that when you violate will cost you a deal, let's do a lightning fast summary. Number one, showing up late without notice. Number two, having horrible odors or aromas coming out of any orifices of your body. Number three, selling before asking questions. We have to ask before we sell, otherwise we're selling blind, okay? Number four is when we are far too friendly. We need to treat them like good friends, but not necessarily the best friend that you met when you were in preschool. And then number five is the biggest one, not talking over others. Now, there's the top five I've had, I have, but I wanna hear from you. What did I miss? What sales etiquette mistakes, the grenade-worthy mistakes that blow up deals do you witness or have you witnessed when being trained or training others? I'd love to hear from you in the comment section below. Now, thanks again for joining me in today's video. Just because our time here is about to wrap up doesn't mean your and my time has to. So if you like this video, hop into even more of them in my free training center right here or YouTube thinks you're really gonna love this video and I'll see you on the next one. Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I wanna thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist Podcast, and I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? 
Give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream. This helps the podcast grow, get in more people's ears and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So good, bad, otherwise I do keep an eye on these and I wanna help and I do look for video and podcast suggestions. Second, you might be interested in a product or a program to help you grow your business, grow your sales, and achieve, or better yet, smash your income goals, and I'd be honored to help. Many folks don't know where to start, and I wanna simplify it for you. The best place for you to get started is with my all-in-one sales training, sales strategy, and sales system that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Cenac, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jim Moline inside the Pitch Pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do wanna chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7133. That's 303 303- 222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.